Welcome to Second Door on the Left. This is your host, Josh House. Yes, it has been a while since we have done a podcast, but today I am honored and privileged to be able to tell you that we have one of the misfits on the show with us today. It is the one and only my pregnant wife, Brittany. Brittany, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. We got to do a lot of things today, didn't we? Yes, we did. What were some of your favorite things that we got to do? My little antique shopping, got some good deals on some books, children's books that I collect. So, yeah, that was my favorite part. Mm. What about you? Yes, mine was Boomers. Boomers is a local milkshake joint here uh, in uh, North Mississippi, which is phenomenal. So, got a large chocolate milkshake. We splurged. Yes. Two two large chocolate shakes with tater tots. Two orders of tater tots. Guess how much that cost us? Like twelve. Man, you're right on the money. Thirteen seventy five. Then I wasn't right on the money. Well, you were right there. Close, close, close. Well, Britt, when did we go to this thing? Saturday? Mm, yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday, me and my wife, we got to go to the uh, film prize festival here in Memphis, Tennessee. It was at uh, Studio on the Square there in Overton Park, which I actually had a lot of fun. Well, not Overton Park, Overton Square, excuse me, for all those people that are going to be like, it's not in Overton Park. Brittany, what was your thoughts on like, just like going, not, we'll dive into the movies in a little bit, but like, what was your expectation going into it? Uh, First off, I thought it was going to be outside. I did not know it was at the Malco. Uh, So I was really pleased to have it in the air conditioning because it was Saturday at like three something in the afternoon, blazing hot sun. So happy it was in the Malco. Um, I'd never been to one before, so I had no clue what to expect. So, yeah. What about you? No. Well, I knew it was going to be inside. I was fully aware that we were going to see these movies indoors. Um, so I was very excited about that, but, um, I was kind of in the same, same boat. You were like, kind of like, all right, well, let's see how this thing goes. Um, it was, we, we knew going into it that it was short films. We, we knew that we weren't going to be there, you know, all day for 18 hours watching an hour and a half film. Uh, and then turning around, having a bathroom break, and then doing it over again. So that was really nice, knowing that there were going to be short films, uh, a little bit of a variety of every type of genre. So that was cool. I think the atmosphere was really cool. We walked in, uh, check in, gave you a cool badge. I like the badge that they gave us. That was a cool lanyard. Uh, freebies are always fun. Uh, and then we got some really cool buttons. Mm-hmm. Remember those? The 901 button and the Film Festival logo button. And then uh, we got to see some of the interviews from some of the directors in the movies. Uh, and then we stood in line for a very, very long time because it actually started at 4.30. Well, we got there because one of the guys that you see the director. Yeah, he directed director, one of them. He was doing an interview, so if we wanted to see that. Yeah. That's why we got there so early. Yeah, so absolutely. Really All right, well... With that being said, movie started at 4.30, and from 4.30 all the way to about 6.45, we watched 10 short films made here in the greater Memphis area. 
Uh, so I have a list of them right here. And Brittany's kind of looking at the pictures as well because when you are watching these films, it is very hard, even though they're 7 to 15 minutes apiece, uh, 7 to 15, depending on what movie it is, it's kind of hard to remember some of them. Some are forgettable, am I correct? Like, yes. why waste my time watching it? But I will have to say, a, a butt is a verbal eraser. I learned that from a pastor friend. I will have to say, at least they did do the movies. Like, they took the time out, filmed it, and submitted it. That's more than I've ever done. So, we are going to give you our honest feedback on every single one of these films. And we might totally say you should have just not have created that film because it was absolutely stupid. Um, But at the same time, congratulations to the directors. And... um, who put the time and energy and effort into making these stories come to life. And, of course, you obviously did well because uh, whoever won the film prize festival won $10,000 as well. So I have no idea how these movies get screened to be even a part of the film festival. I guess there's only 10 filmmakers here in the greater Mid-South area that said, oh, I'll submit it. But who knows? Don't know. Um, So let's jump in to these films Dean's List. Now, Dean's List is a, a, uh, a young college student who is coming off his best semester, has to deliver a backpack to his eccentric associate so he can go back to college for the next year. It was directed by Daniel R. Farrell. This movie was pointless to me. It was so confusing. It was seven minutes of just sheer what is happening, what's going on. They had some really cool flyovers of downtown Memphis, though. I really liked the opening scene. I, it gave me a uh, a desire to be like, oh, man, finally, downtown Memphis, we're going to see it. They did the flyover of the river, and then all of a sudden we go to the dude's apartment. Excuse me. And he's, his mother or something like that It's like, oh, you need to do better in school. And he's like, I just made the dean's list, woman. And then he had a backpack, and he takes the backpack to an abandoned warehouse building. And the dude was like, thanks, man. You made the Dean's List? I'm proud of you. Do you have the candy? He's like, sure. And we don't know if he's giving him, like, Laffy Taffy's or Skittles or... Pretty sure that's not what he meant. What do you, oh, do you think it was drugs? Yes. Okay, yeah. So he gives the drugs to the dude. He gets paid, and then... Not even, what, five seconds later? The, the dude that gave the candy got shot. The main associate guy got shot. And died immediately. Yes. Gunshot to the head. And it kind of splattered blood on the other guy's face. Right. And then they just picture him back in the bathroom, back at his house, looking into a mirror. And then we're like, <laughs> what... Why? Why is it called Dean's List? Yes. Why? It was so confusing. Yeah, seven minutes of I wish I went to the restroom during that time. But you couldn't because you have to watch all five and just be okay with it. All right, let's go to Hypnotic Inductions. Yeah, this one is a weird one. This is a bartender visits a therapist for treatment for his smoking addiction. And the meeting leads into a test of his will between them. The therapist 
takes them in through a hypnotic process, which reveals more than they bargained for. Uh, the director is Don Myers, which this movie, Brittany, I'll just let you jump into it. What what did you, what was well, your thoughts? Well, immediately, whenever it first started, the therapist sits on the desk and, like, her whole leg shows in her high short skirt or whatever. And so you think, okay, well, something sexual is about to happen. But then, all of a sudden, he just starts talking about his smoking addiction and... Then she does this little, what do you call that? Hypnotizing thing. And then he starts just acting so strange about like he's a vampire (laughs) that he just wants to suck ladies' necks and then get... For their blood. For their blood. Yeah. But something that forever, he kept saying forever or (laughs) for eternity or something like that. And it was so strange because then... Uh, after he, like, woke up from the hypnotizing thing, um, he tried to, like, hypnotize the lady, the therapist, and then got her blood. And then all you see is him just walking out of the office. Again, it was so stupid and pointless. I don't, I mean, we don't even know if he even had a smoking addiction because that wasn't even, like, why was that even a thing? I, I yeah. have no clue. I will have to say, though, it was filmed very well, I thought. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was very cool. The quality, you could tell that this wasn't this director's first rodeo. Uh, the actors, that dude freaked me out. And we honestly, I don't think we saw him out in the audience after it was over. But I'm glad we didn't because I would be scared to just go up to him and be like, talk to him because I would feel like he would... Try to suck my blood. The only part I like, uh, the filming part, right. is whenever they just showed his mouth. Like, oh, yeah. Not drinking the blood or anything. I'm saying, like, with him just talking. Right. Like, they only showed his mouth, and I'm like, okay, so he's like a vampire thing. But he didn't have any weird teeth or anything like that. So I'm, it's just. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, you're definitely not going to get the next one, which is called Last Day. Uh, the story revolves around what may be a father's last day with his family because he was convicted of a crime that he honestly did not do. They don't show you that story or anything like that, but it played the race card of, look, I'm black and I'm going to jail for a long time. But let me just say, okay. this this guy in this movie yes. was the bad guy or the, mm. um, the candy dealer in <laughs> Dean's List. Yes. So, at first, we see this movie, Last Day, about this guy that's been convicted of this. And then then the Dean's List happened, and it was like, okay, now he's the... It was just, whew. I didn't realize that the actors could, like, right. switch and go into different movies, which they can. But I just didn't realize that they would do that in this short films. But. Yeah, and Last Day was filmed on the premise of his girls going to school... He's wanted to take her to school, get ice cream, because he's knowing that he's going to jail. He's going to get convicted, be put in jail. Because the court is that day. Yeah, court's that day. Um, Spoiler alert. I was not a fan of this movie. Brittany wasn't either. Because even in the filming part, they could not even sync up the audio with the video. Like, 
the movie audio was so off. Like the dude would be talking and then the audio would play after he's already said that word. It was like, okay, the director did not even like take the time, the director, producer, whoever it is responsibility. I think it's Kevin Brooks. That's the director of this. Um, didn't even take the time to like sync up. Yeah, he did. Uh, he just didn't star in it. Yeah, he did the directing, produced, wrote it. It was just like, okay, come on, man. But spoiler alert: last day won the film prize, ten grand. grand. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea how that's possible. All right, let's jump into the next one: Minority, directed by Willie Robinson, not um, the guy from. Duck down and say, oh, Will Robbins. I can't even read. Okay. <laughs> and so clearly not him. And this one played on the race card again in a reversed country built on racism. A white male finds himself the victim of racial profiling. The dude goes into a convenience store. There's a uh, black uh, female worker behind the counter. The dude just walks in, grabs yeah, something to drink. Yeah, the Trump magazine, it said Caucasian president. I mean, they played it up really, really crazy. And she gets a little freaked out, calls the cop. The cop comes, puts his gun on him um, quickly, takes the dude down. And the cop is also African. Yeah, cops. I mean, it's just a total, complete reverse. Uh, I can see how this played heavily, plays heavily in um, the culture that we live in today and racial profiling and things like that. So... I, I did like this movie. It was six minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, but come to find out the cop is like, no, this is not our suspect. Um, they let him up. He buys his drink, flips off the person at the counter, and end of movie. Do we even need to say any more about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that boring. Yeah. Okay. Outside Arcadia. Da-da-da-da. This is the reason why we went to the film festival in the first place. Outside Arcadia was directed by our good friend Rob Rock and uh, Josiah Burnett. Did I say that? Josiah. Mm-hmm. Yes, which he's phenomenal. Love talking to these guys. But decades after tragic events, a brother and a sister make their moment to break free. And this movie had all the dealings of time travel, but also dealt with some dark, dark issues of abuse uh all forms of abuse sexual uh, verbal uh, just it, it's a it's a phenomenal movie shot very well shot produced uh, amazingly where a lot of the actors in this ben beam uh, rachel tracy kelly stevenson and david uh, caffey uh, some of our good friends of course ben beam we've known him for a very long time but they they played excellent roles this movie was 15 minutes it could have been even longer i talked to josiah about it he said it could even be longer i would watch this film again and again because it's well produced the cinematography is beautiful in it um so i was a big fan of outside arcadia i really don't want to kind of spoil it for you because hopefully in the next couple well we can say that they did um like younger versions of the characters and old and grown up versions. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. They did a perfect job matching the um, the siblings, the brother and sister, um, with their older characters. Um, that was really neat to see. Well, I agree. It was a great movie. Great movie. I cannot wait for them to release it um, through YouTube or wherever they go. 
Um, make sure that you watch Outside Arcadia. The next one that we really enjoyed is Patrick. Patrick is uh, based off of two strangers with different backgrounds, get to know one another over community coffee and shattered struggles in an old church basement. Uh, Kyle Teletubby directed this. I can't, I can't even pronounce that name. Tobkin? Yeah, Tubkin. Uh, produced this, and it starred Curtis C. Jackson, which was there, uh, Jacob uh, Wingfield, who he was there as well. So we mo- I met both of these uh, actors, but Patrick was a phenomenal movie. Brittany, yes. take it away. Just just go. Are we spoiling it? Yeah, because we're this is it. also. Yeah, but I don't know they when see. they're gonna see it. I don't know when it's gonna. okay. Or so, we could t- talk a little bit about it, like what we just did. Well, basically, the um, whole story of it is this white male is um, an alcoholic, and he signed up to go to this. What do you call it? I don't know what you call this. AA meeting. Yes. Alcohol AA, Anonymous. Yes. And, which we've never um, been. We've never been, so that's why I forgot what it was called. <laughs> um, anyways, so he pulls up and this um, African-American elderly man is standing outside of this church. And um, he thinks, the white guy thinks that he's late uh, for this meeting because there's no cars or anything. And he's like, no, you're right on time. So uh, they go in and just start chatting about uh, their life, and they have way different stories, but the way that they um, act together was, some parts were hilarious, like we laughed really hard at some parts, and then it also got really deep in some parts. Um, But basically, uh, the whole thing is, he did show up too early for the meeting, and you see that at the end, whenever he goes home, uh, the elderly guy's still there, and then all these people start to show up for the meeting. Um, that was so funny to me. Yeah, it was really cool. Patrick, the guy who played Patrick, Courtesy Jackson, I could, I would love just to be able to sit down and talk with him because he was such a believable character, and so was so was Jacob. He he did phenomenal in this. Um, the whole movie was great. Uh, and I have talked to them. This this also ran 15 minutes, which it was 15 minutes more. I, I wanted it to be longer. And what I've heard from the the people that played in this and the director himself is that there is a longer version uh, of this movie. So hopefully in the next couple months to a year, it will be released on some type of platform. And we'll let you guys know. Um, when that's available because it's that good. All right, Brittany, take over the next one. Okay, the next movie is called The Sticks, and it's spelled S-T-I-X. It is a thriller about two rural, I think that's how you say that word. Oh, yeah. County sheriff detectives work a day on patrol due to a manpower shortage. With only 30 minutes before end of shift, they get a call that will forever change their lives. So when you read that, you think, oh, this is going to be awesome. But (laughs) it was not. It was only 9 minutes and 54 seconds. Like, just round it up to 10. Come on. Add something else in there. Because it was, again, you think a thriller, the sticks, it's going to be this awesome thing. And it just... Mm -hmm. It was not. Yeah, I remember seeing your face before it started. We got in there about 10 minutes before show start, and you were reading through this list, and you were like, 
oh, this is going to be so good. And yet, it was just horrible acting. The it, gunshots were like oh. this. Like, I could have made this, you know, I'm sure that they have access to, like, you could even play it on those pianos that have the different sounds, <laughs> and those gunshots sound more real than these gunshots did. Yeah, it was not done great. At all. I'm sorry. But I would like to say once again, these guys they did still it. still did. They did it. Yeah. So, we're going to be critics of it, but... Yeah, it was a huge, huge letdown. All right, so the next one is Traveling Soldier. It was a drama. After a shy, lonesome soldier strikes up a conversation with a young waitress, they find themselves wrapped up in an unexpected romance. Now, this was based off of World War II, um, so not Iraqi freedom that we're currently in. Uh, it was directed by Andrew uh, Fleeman. I wonder if Fleming. that's... Fleming? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Andrew Fleming and Lauren Cox. It starred uh, Michael Madden and Lauren Cox, which I'm assuming Lauren Cox was the main waitress girl, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, to me, I was a I was a fan of it because they did a very good job of making sure that um, everything was based off of, like, that time period, all the dress, all everything – transported you back into war times um some of it was just okay others was good it was seven minutes before though if it's yeah okay every war movie is like this right they didn't do anything different it was always the let's fall in love okay you gotta go okay write me a letter Oh, you that, die. Yeah. And oh, then you don't dead. die. Oh, Pearl Harbor, he's still alive. Yeah, he got shot in the Good arm. Good thing he didn't sleep with his friend. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, this is a whole nother perspective. I like it. I'm glad that you're on the show. Him. Absolutely. All right. Well, there it is. So that's why I gave it a one. <laughs> yes. Oh, you gave it a one. One star. Ouch. <laughs> I've seen it before. Okay, you're I've right. Yeah. It so, Warren, if you're listening different. to this, you need to do better. Just All make right. it a little. I don't. I don't even know how to make it different. All right. Because every war movie is like that. Go on. Okay. This next one is called Wayward Son. It is a drama, and it was only 14 minutes 58 seconds. Could it get two seconds? No. It's good. A PTSD-stricken vet confined to house arrest must choose between peacefully waiting out the final days of his parole and the safety of his home and breaking parole to save a newly befriended teen from an abusive stepfather. This is directed by Arnold G. Edwards II. (laughs) Um... It was good, but you just specifically described the movie in that description. Tells you everything you need to know. The acting was phenomenal in this. Um, I was a huge fan of this movie. I actually voted this as number three. I voted Outside Arcadia, Patrick, which honestly, Patrick and Outside Arcadia. I would have voted them together. I would have voted them together. They were both that good. Um, So in my mind... Both there, one, two, and then for me, Wayward Son was number three because it was just that. I, I loved it. And it was the very first movie that we watched, too. So to be able to sit through 10 showings a film. No, sorry, The Sticks was first, which yeah. that was forgettable quickly. Wayward Son was number two. Yeah. Um, which, so I'm eight movies in and I'm still remember Wayward Son. Well done. Uh, the second. 
Arnold the second um, because I still loved your movie. And when that comes out, you need to know about it because it's that good. So are you going to tell him about the movie? or? I did tell him about the movie. The The guy was struggling with PS, PTSD, um, but this teenage boy moves into into the neighborhood. neighborhood. His mom, he has a stepfather that's very abusive. This teenage boy is trying to help, and the dad comes outside in broad daylight and strikes the son in the face in front of his yard, which to me... Like, I'm not too sure if he's that dumb to do that. But that's what sets off the the war guy, and he beats the living snot at him, and he says, oh, it's okay. And somehow, someway, the the uh, the ankle bracelet, he was just able to just take off. He is that what happens, guys? No, it is Let not us. what happens. <laughs> I know it's not what happens. I worked as a probate. Yes. Well, this guy just literally, it's like a freaking dog collar. He's just like, okay, I'll take it off. Well, if he was under house arrest, he should have just taken off the dog collar that easy and placed it in there. So that part didn't make sense because uh, I'm like. It didn't just unlock. Just go day. to your Like, yeah. All right. The next one I, we're not even going to talk about because it was just stupid. Made no sense. I don't know if they were trying to do a Joe Dirt NC-17 version of Joe Dirt, but it's Jack Squat. You don't know Jack Squat, the trial, which this is a sequel to last year's Jack Squat, which we never watched Jack Squat. First one, Jack Squat 2, <laughs> does not care. And we, sh- we wish we never knew Jack Squat or never set in that. That was 15 minutes of just sheer, this is absolutely horrible, stupid, dumb. Don't even want to talk about it. Like, it was a mix between Joe Dirt and Ernest T-Bass. Um, like, some people think Ernest T-Bass is funny. I, I do. I think that he's funny. Yes. But then other people think that he's just boring and that it's just like, uh, okay. And then Joe Dirt, I mean. Yeah. Great. Hilarious. But this guy, this no. Jack, that's his name in the movie is Jack Squat. And, um. It is ridiculous. The movie is just... It's the second one, like Josh said, The Trial. Because he is like this coach, this fitness guy that is supposed to be an instructor for these different people or whatever. But I don't, his clients are these females and they get mad at him for doing things inappropriately. And then they go to the trial. And then it's just ridiculous. The whole... At 15 minutes yeah. of why are you showing this? And we were around a bunch of elderly folks sitting in the Malco, and like they were laughing hysterically. And I was just like, seriously, you think that this is, it was not funny. It and just wasn't our cup humor, of tea. Yeah. No, our humor is pretty awesome because we watched The Office and all this. This was just overboard humor. And maybe this is, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan. But guess what, guys? You just listened to you just listened to ten different reviews from the film festival, and we told you that the one that won, and they don't really play second, third, fourth, is Last Day, which should never even came close to winning. If Arcadia didn't win it, Patrick should have won it. If Patrick didn't win it, then Traveling Panties or I mean Traveling Soldier or <laughs> Wayward Son 
Should have worn it. You have to say why you say traveling panties, because no one's going to get that. Oh, the tr- sisterhood of traveling pants? Pants. There you go. I Josh call them. calls it the panties, which would be really disgusting if they shared a pair of panties. Yeah, but if they are that close, don't y'all share periods together? They're not around each other. Okay, well, they I don't go know. away yeah. from each other. Well, anyways. That's another meme for another Yeah, time. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know it's been a while, guys, but thank you so much for giving me the time off to be able to just focus on my job because we have been super busy here at the children's home that we work at. But school started back Monday, and then the other kids go back the, the next Monday. So we will be banging these uh, podcast out, like my brother says. I, I will have to give a huge shout out and thank you to Drew House for holding down the fort. Second door on the left, he's been doing phenomenal work. I'm excited about the, the what did he call? Cardinal calling? Fan calling. Fan calling? Well, he said something. He called it out or something. He's like, hey, if you want to be a part of second door on the left, we do want you to reach out to us. We would love to talk with you, debate you, tell you how wrong you are and how wrong wow. and how well we are at everything. I'm just kidding. But uh, once again, thank y'all for listening to Second Door on the Left. This is your host, Josh House, with my beautiful bride, Brittany House, and Frankie, which is in your belly because you're pregnant. <laughs> yes. Y'all gotta watch. <laughs> Should we just let them listen to it right now? Will you be able to listen? It's well, yes, they're listening to us. <laughs> I mean, absolutely, love. But I don't know if you're going to be able to listen. Yes, you just put the phone close to, to the other phone. I'm going to have to move. No, you far don't have away. to move. Okay. All right, here we go. It's not playing. Unmute. Am I pregnant? 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 Help? Is there a possibility that I'm pregnant? Am I pregnant or am I okay? Could I be pregonate? How do I know if I'm pregnant? Can I be pregnant? Can you get pregante? Can you bleed while who are pergert? Can you down a 20-foot water slide pegnat? How can I get my GF pregnant? What happened when get purgenat? How can a nine-year-old get pregnant? Will my get pregnant? What is the best time to sex to become Pregnant. Does anyone know how many teens get pregnant a year? Are these systems of being pregnant? Girlfriend ain't had periods since she got pregat. Is it possible having sex to a eight months pregnant? If a woman has starch marks on her, wait. If a woman has starch masks on her body, does that mean she has been pregnant before? Period, question mark. My circle is normal, but yet I still don't get pregnant. What can I use? Period, question mark. Has anybody got pregnant by just pre-cum while using birth control? Did most you women feel pregnant before find out? I am pregnant to last five weeks, so can I start sex? Danger ops, prangent sex. Will it hurt baby top of his head? <laughs> Me and my boyfriend are tying to get prefnat, and you haven't took my birth control in 12 days 38 plus 2 weeks pregnant I think my dog is pregnant can I get pregnant if I he had a comdom on how long can Ugo being pregnant to get an abortion I think I'm pregnant with my 14th child there you go ladies and gentlemen there is your humor for today in this podcast it is by far 
One of the funniest YouTubes <sighs> out there. You'll feel like you've had a workout after you watch it because your stomach will hurt from laughing and you'll be crying. And this is like my seventh time today watching. Right. Watching because it. you're 22 weeks pregnant. Yes. Or pregnant. it. <laughs> yes. The, my favorite part of that was when he said the starch mask instead of stretch mark. <laughs> It was, yeah. Yeah. So, all those, what he was doing is he was reading Yahoo questions that people post on their Yahoo accounts. Yeah. Our world. And they don't know how to spell. Our world needs Jesus. Absolutely. But, um, anyways, with that being said. That was just a bonus. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for tuning in to SDOTL. Yes. Happy Wednesday. Signing off. Goodbye.